Welcome back to another episode of the Swing Hard Podcast. Today, I'm with a good friend. We've known each other for a long time, Randy Rob. Randy, thanks for being here today. You bet, Barry. Yeah. Randy, um, you have a great, you know, even family history around golf, especially in the Calgary area and beyond. Um, maybe you can, we can start by telling a little bit about how you got into the game of golf and how you grew a love for the game. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, my, my, my dad, Clayton, was... Um, golf pro at Pinebrook yeah. for 25 years from uh, 75 to about the year 2000. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, I started out in Prince Albert. That's where I played all my junior golf in okay. Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. And uh, played all, you know, right from the age of five to, um, you know, as, as a junior right to 18 and then, and then moved out here after that. But yep. played all the junior stuff, same, same stuff that you, you, yeah. you, you played in. But right, uh, yeah. right. And you know, one we, we've played enough golf together in different events and different things to you know probably know a little bit about each other's game. And have you always had this silky smooth swing? Like it's just on plane, it's on point. Has that always been? You know, since you were young, you just you know had a great swing, or did, did you work really hard on it growing up? Wow. Um, as a junior, I didn't have the best fundamentals. Okay. Um, like my grip was terrible. Like it's not the same as that, you know, it was, it, it, it was funny because every year, so we didn't, we only played two or three months of the year right. in Prince Albert. Yeah. You know, it was like this out, you know, till, yeah. till May. Snowing in May. Anyways, right. we would, um, we would get going in June, we'd start to play. And in July, we would have uh, one of the, 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 the provincial coach back, back then, uh, Alex Kozakavich was his name. Okay. And he would call us all together and we'd meet in places like Humboldt or Nippon or whatever right. for these camps. Yeah. And every, he would always encourage me, you know, we got to get your grip from here to here. We got to change right. your grip. So, so explain, explain that. Where, where, where was your grip? My like, grip was so strong. Like yeah. my right hand was your so right far hand. under. Okay. And, and I used to do okay around Prince Albert because it was, you'd get to know the course and your yeah. short game would be pretty good. Right. Uh, but then he would, he would say, you know, you know, Randy, we got to move that over. And, and I would try it and I'd, 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 I'd slice him. And, you know, I wouldn't know. I'd, and I'd say, well, I can't do this this right. year. And I, I, I'd no wait. chance. I'm competing. I'm playing. Because no, Canadian Junior, we'd play in the Canadian Junior a few times. Um, right. But I'd, I'd shoot 79, 78. See, so you're playing I'd, at different events as I, that I, I didn't play in the Canadian Junior. Okay. See, you're, well, you're a far more accomplished golfer. Well, Albert had more. You're bashful. But. <laughs> yeah, we only, like if you're top eight in Sask, you'd, you'd go to the, you'd, you'd be in the Canadian Junior. But, right, um, right. But I'd go there and I would barely break 80 because the pressure would get on. There'd be some pressure on me. And with this awful grip, I'd, I'd block one off or I'd hook one. And I, right. you know, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't. Um, anyways, my junior career wasn't all that good because just because of my fundamentals. I think that the athleticism and the swing tempo and stuff, yeah. has, I think that's always been a, a focus. Right. But just didn't have those early fundamentals, you know. Yeah, 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 and when and when did that change then for you? When when did you make that change on on the grip in particular? It sounds like yeah, okay. Um, well, I came I, I came out here to Calgary and I, I I worked on the golf course actually for a couple of years for okay. Kenny Olsvik at yeah. Glencoe. Oh wow, okay. And I didn't golf that much, and I didn't, and then I and then I got back into the pro shop. I, I there was a spot at at Canyon Meadows actually. I started there. Yeah, and then moved over to Pinebrook. But Clayton ran this thing called uh, Maximum Golf. As you know, this was a big, this is a big indoor right. uh, teaching up, up at the Hungarian Center. Yeah, over by this the, is that, going back a few years. That old range. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. But um, <laughs> uh, but we focused on the fundamentals. Right. 
So one winter, I got one of those molded. Oh wow! Those the molded, grips, yeah. yeah, those molded grips. Yeah, and and we and we worked at it. Uh, Clive Grant. There was a bunch of us that were sort of running this Maxim Golf. Clive, what a great guy! Yeah, Clive. And and by yeah. so by the 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 spring, you know, because when you change a fundamental like that, you you can't do that in in July or August, right? Because you're playing the next day, and you you have you to might as well just throw your year away. Yeah, you can't. You you have to trust it. Yeah. But the but that I remember that entire one preseason, so so by the time we got to April May, that was the comfortable grip. Yeah, and and it just felt and all of a sudden I could kind of make better contact and I wow. could, my short game got better and everything. So, really, and it and it seemed like it the game just started to elevate. Yeah. you know, year after year, it became a better player. Just. You know, I've always had a strong grip too, and you probably know that about me. Yeah, and, do, and it's yeah. been a focus, like if I'm hitting a bit of a pull or a hook, I'm my right hand, I'm always focusing on weakening it a bit. Yeah. And I'll do that mid-round even sometimes because, and I and I generally it helps a lot. And it, I'm, I'm making subtle tweaks, right? Like yeah, just yeah. a little bit, but for sure, but for sure makes a, a bit of an impact. But there has been some really good golfers, like notable, you know, historical golfers that have had super strong grips. Yeah, they're... I was I, I the other day watching the Masters. Yeah, they always show Freddie. They show Freddie with the practice rounds, and right, he definitely he definitely gets his left hand over. I was kind of, and he doesn't wear that glove, so you can kind of get a good good look at it. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely always been a bit stronger. Right, seems like his bottom hand's in a pretty good spot, though. You know, yeah, if your stronger hand, I think if your stronger hand gets in the wrong spot. You know, if you're right-handed and that's the one that's... Your dominant hand. I, I, I think that that becomes a problem. Right. But, but you're right. There have been, like, Azinger. Yeah. Like, there have been guys that have had... Well, and other guys with just, you know, odd grips or swings, like a Mo Norman, right? Like, oh, yeah. Well... You know? Swing after swing. The same. You Every, watch, you know, you... Yeah, but you watch the, the golf, the Masters last weekend, and the swings are... They're all over the map. Right. You know, Matt Wolf and all... Like, there's yeah. all these different swings, and the guys are... Scheffler is a different, it's a different move, you yeah. know, but so anyways, but the fundamental, I think the fundamentals are all pretty well intact. I right. I, you know? Right. Yeah. No. And I mean, these guys, I, I think there's been a little bit of a, a transition. Like when I was a kid, it was more like you need to be exactly on plane. You need mm. to replicate, you need to do this. But some of these guys now they're, I mean, lots of people that their, their swing is di quite a bit different. Different moves, like you say, right? For sure. So Well, we used to... When I started getting more into, into coaching and teaching a bit more, that's about Heritage, like Heritage Point. I joined right. Bobby down there. Yeah. And, and we started to... That's when they started to... You had the ability to split screen things. Like that's when all of a sudden you're videoing more. And the technology advanced to a point where you could do something that, with that it. That was some big technology <laughs> when you could split screen it, okay? And, and but that was the thing is, is <coughs> Tiger, Tiger and Adam Scott and here's what the swing should look like, you right. know, without really paying attention to maybe the stats or the ball flight or, you know, the things that have changed just recently here. Yeah. Um, so that, you're right, it, it became more you know, wait a sec, your right elbow should be here instead of here. Well, I mean, if, if these guys show up, if these guys show up at the off season at the launch pad and I'm there, I'm watching their swing, I'd say, no, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Right, what, right. what are you doing with your feet there? And, right. You know, but that's, but that's not it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's, it's the ball flight, right? Yeah. It's the, it's the contact. Yeah. Yeah. So you just mentioned something. I want to, I want to talk about this because I know it's a, 
something that you're really passionate about and it's been become a big part of your life, coaching. Um, coaching, I think, is, is something that's evolved over a period of time. I think a lot of people, myself included to, to a degree, you know, something's going on with our golf game and we go, gosh, I'm going to go see the golf pro and get a few lessons, right? right? Right. Talk a little bit about that and what that is like, you know, heading to, you know, a club and getting some lessons as opposed to what your focus is in the industry, which is coaching. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, okay. Um, I'd say, I'd say about 20 years ago, Golf Canada, RCGA at the time, yeah, they they started to recognize that we're not. There's a lot of good instructors, but we're not really uh, supporting the players like we should be through the year with all the aspects of the game. Right. So so, I think the biggest thing that we we I think the biggest change that we made was we realized that we have to be at the course more often, on, on course with them. Okay. You know, like, 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 like the typical, typical development process in golf is you take your lesson, right? You come out and see me take a lesson. And then in two weeks you come back and <clears throat> Hey, how to go. And how, how, did you work on this? Did you did work you, on this? Yeah. How's, well, I three putted, you know, whatever. Like we just found that we've got to be at the tournaments more. We've got to be at the Canadian junior, the Canadian amateur. We've got to go to those tournaments if we want to help them to get to the next level to get comfortable playing college golf or whatever it is and, and support them at tournaments, you know, help them with practice rounds, help them with the, with, with the meals and like, what do you do in right. there? And what, what do you got in your golf bag for the t- turn? No, you can't have a hot dog. Like, like, like there's a few things and, and then recognizing things that happen on the course, Barry, where they're, where they're, they're making decisions on which wedge to use. Right. And, that don't show up in those lessons. They, yeah. they weren't showing up in the lessons. Yeah. Or even decision-making, right? Like I find that oh, with myself God. and, totally you know, yeah. think about when I was, you know, 16 or 17, you make a, a bad shot, I, I find, at least from for, for myself growing up, and you always try to make it up with the hero shot. Sure. Which in some instances works, but it might be a very small percentage of the time where, hey, take your medicine, make the bogey. Sure. If you make a, a good shot, maybe, you know, come out, come out with a par. Um, you know, golf is, it's, it's a, there's a bit of a, a mental marathon, re, you know, playing for four hours on the golf course, especially in competition golf, right? And I grew up, grew up playing enough competition golf, not like you and not like some of the athletes that you've worked with, but it's a different animal playing in tournaments than it is going out with you and I and two other buddies for an afternoon round of golf. Oh, it's, it's as soon as you, as soon as you're putting it on the line and you're entering the tournament and you're, it's, it's it, the, the draws live on the, you know, right. It's all changed. It's yeah. all, it's all posted. Like, like er, immediately, and, immediately. Yeah. And, and you're playing three day, four day tournament or even two days or whatever it is. And you're trying to just, you're trying to make some birdies. You're trying yeah. to, stay away from big numbers like yep. you're talking about. Um, and, and you make a couple of bogeys, you, you, you're working on stuff out there. You make a couple of bogeys and you're thinking that the, the natural thing to think is to, you've got to make like the juniors. We think, well, I'll make a couple of birdies right. to get this back. But, right. but I think pros just realize that if you make a par, or make a couple of pars and just settle down a bit, then yeah. it's a long round, like Absolutely. you say, but, yeah. um, uh, no, and that tournament golf is, Tournament golf is so much different than 
than recreational golf. It's I totally agree. Yeah. Um, putting, just putting it out, just yeah. marking it from three feet. And yeah, you saw the, yeah. Anyways, I, I've missed my fair share of two footers on the golf <laughs> yeah, well, course and tournaments. Well, it's nice when we play in scrambles together <laughs> yeah. because at least we, we, there's we four, get four shots. There's four of us. Yeah. To, we get a shot at it. So yeah, exactly. So yeah. would it be fair to say, um, you know, instruction is more so on the range, you know, making the, the fixes to the swing and, and so on and so forth. But coaching is more, you know, all encompassing part of improving your golf game. Yeah, that's, that's fair. It's um, like, don't get me wrong. The instruction, like, like over the last three months, we've had some great groups, uh, some training groups out at, out at uh, Mickelson. Yep. And we've, we're working on specific, you know, pretty specific takeaway position at the top, you know, wait a sec, what, what happens when you're here? What happens when you're there? But, 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 but with the range, the way it's set up now, we can, we can, we've, we've put three months in. You know, I bugged you. I've been bugging you to come out and to work <laughs> at it because we want to get to April. Now we want to get on the course. I know. I and know. we want to do, we want to get, we want to play the game a bit more than we don't want people searching for, you know, okay, where's my back? Where's my takeaway? Yeah. Where's my front footed impact or whatever it is. Yeah. So, so, so there's a lot of instruction ahead of time. Right. And now we can gear up for their tournament schedule. Yeah. And then to build some confidence, right? Like, yeah. Cause these, these, the, the, the tournament players we're dealing with, they're, they're, they're looking at, um, Canadian mid-am, Canadian amateur, Canadian junior. Right. They want to perform. Right. So we have to, we have to kind of manage their schedules and help them understand, okay, what's it going to take to play well at those bigger tournaments. Yeah. And they come up quick, you know, July and first, first week of August yeah. is Canadian amateur. So, uh, we've got, got a peak, right? Yeah. Three months. We've got right. three months from May, May, June, July to, to be ready in all those aspects, in all the short game, in all those shots. So I think that the instruct and the instructions always there. I'm we're always watching to okay. see, yeah. you know, if the grip's slipping a bit right. or, or whatever, but yeah. And, and, you know, frankly, the, the level of golfer you're dealing with, um, you're not dealing with, you know, big nuances to, you know, big changes and sweeping right. changes and, you know, early people that are just taking up the game as much for you. Um, and that's partially because of what your focus and emphasis, what you're passionate about. And I know you've been a provincial coach here in Alberta for a long time. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, okay. Um, yeah, I'd say, I'd say early, like about 20 years ago, Right, um, a buddy of mine, Henry Brenton, he was, he was Canadian coach, uh, Canadian men's coach, and uh, he. Um, so he put together a group of, of of pros and coaches from from the provinces. Yeah, and started to get the group together, kind of on a regular basis, and we started to go down that path of um, trying to figure out what's working, what's not. Um, like Derek Ingram, our, our, our men's coach that coaches Corey Connors and those guys, he's, he was the, he was the Manitoba provincial coach. And we would, guys like that would get together that had this, the, the passion for helping players perform well at college right. and turn pro. But, in, but, but initially, initially nobody knew what was going on. Right. You know, initially I would show up at a tournament and it's like forming a new organization, oh, oh, right? Alberta golf, you know, I would, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be in Saskatoon for the Canadian junior. Yeah. And, uh, Ryan Yep was on that team and, uh, they're, they're kind of looking at me like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? You know? <laughs> and I, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, the, I'm your, I'm going to support you on the course. I'm going to, I'll come walk 
the practice round with you guys and I'll, that's how it started. And yeah. I'll, and I'll, I'll talk to you guys after the round, that decision, like you say, that decision on 16, why'd you use that wedge? And initially the first few years, it was a bit of a mystery to the players. Um, not as much the junior, the Canadian junior wasn't, I did go to the Canadian amateur early on as well with some guys and they just looked at me like, you know, what, what, what's going what's, on here? What's going on here? But, yeah. but, it, but, but it quickly, it quickly evolved where they started seeing the coaches at the Alberta amateur, at the Alberta junior, at these tournaments, Alberta open. So whatever. they got used to it. Yeah. They got yeah. used to it. Yeah. And they, and they kind of knew what to expect when it came to, you know, like if they had something they wanted to ask about, you know, should I lay up there or what, you know, what, what's a better shot there? Sure. Or, sure. Then it, then it, it started to help them understand their games and j- yeah. just, just somebody to, just somebody to bounce things and, off. And how long have you done that for? It's been about 20 years. About 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got to love what you're doing for 20 years in order to you know, want to keep doing that. So, well, yeah, it's, it's, you know, we developed that into like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's not going away. The, 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 the golf coaching, we've got some great young coaches coming up yeah. in the province. Um, so we're trying to, we're trying to stay in touch with, 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 with everything that's going on with the, uh, the younger players and trying to help them get to this, you know, become better coaches and yeah. the, the players they're working with. So it's, it, it's, 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 it's a big thing now, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So now today you're, you're with us at Mickelson national in the Academy. Tell us a little bit about that. I know your focus is, you know, golfers that are really competitive want to take their, just that little next step so they can, you know, m- maybe break through and win some of these golf events, so on and so forth. But what do you, what are you doing at Mickelson national and, and, you know, some of the people that you're, you're working with, how, how do you work on enhancing their game? Uh, there's, yeah, this is my this is basically my second year there, right. uh, helping Davey Nykirk uh, with the, the programs. Um, we've got a we've got a we've got a real good solid crew of of, of competitive players. Yeah, provincial players, national players. Club Champs is a great tournament. We've got a lot a lot of good players at that at that yeah. course. And I won't be playing in the Club Champs. Well, we, we got there, well we got we got a spot there. So we've. And it's and it's a good two day or it gets right. it's a good uh, event, so so there's a lot of players in that group that we're sort of working with in terms of in terms of like we've talked about with their schedules with preparing for the nationals and all that right. kind of stuff. Um, and then there's and then there's a group of um, and then there's a group of younger juniors that are that are kind of learning more about how to how to how, what to do at the tournaments. Yeah. And, and and so that's 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 another big group that we're working with, um, Dave, You know, Davey, he he warned me. He said, you know, we've got a lot of juniors. We've got he's got eighty in his program, but it was a it's a lot of younger kids. Yeah, you know, there's there's nobody there's nobody looking at provincials. Like no, it's a it's a grow the the game initiative for yeah, sure. Yeah, with with the, with the development there and, yeah. and stuff. It's it's which is great. Well, he, and he warned. He said, you know what? Do you there's not a lot of there's some good younger players. But they're just starting to. It's the next, the yeah. next generation of golfers yeah. for sure. So this past winter, we've been taking a dozen of those kind of eleven to fifteen year old kids and and starting to work more with them. And right. and, and they they've got a little bit of a schedule coming up for some of the uh, lo- local tournaments. Yeah, you know we're gonna and I'm gonna try to get out to some of those and watch them. You know, watch them on the course and give them some feedback at, yeah. at some level, you know, so 
So I, I see that group as developing into a big uh, group down the road. You know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I want to dovetail a little bit and, and ask a little bit about uh, some of the experiences you've had related to golf. I think, you know, people that listen to the podcast, they can relate to experiences. They may not have the same golf experiences, but everybody has, you know, those stories or situations yeah. or things they've been involved. Why don't you tell us, you know, one or two of your favorite uh, memorable experiences? Uh, well, I think one of, I think one of the, the most enjoyable experiences now, unfortunately, like I, I, we're going to promote the game, grow the game and it's fun to play and stuff, but it's more fun to win. Like there's right, like right. to play well and to win right. is more fun. I, than, totally. So, so the night 1990, oh, it's a long, you're just, you're just, you're a junior at, <laughs> we, we, I was one of the guys to, to play on the Albert assistance, um, right team yeah at the canadian assistance and uh we had a really good we had a strong albert has always had strong pga program and um good players and we so we went to n north of montreal for the canadian assistance there's four of you on the team four of us on the team yeah kent adams a buddy of mine from edmonton is and uh roy avonbrook a couple guys that have been pros for a few years but right. uh, anyways and we so we uh, there was no expectations for, for me personally, but got off to a good start a couple days and got my, got myself in the, in the, in the last group for the third round and played uh, with a couple of guys from Quebec. Yeah. And, um, uh, they kind of, I kind of battled with them, but it was sort of, they were, they were, it was chit, they were chit chatting a lot through the round and, and I, you know, you're sort of just playing your game and, right. um, but I ended up tying one of the guys from, 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 from Montreal. Okay. So, I, I just remember my buddy grabbing my golf bag and saying, and he caddied for me in the extra holes. So I was, oh, playing, really? I was playing extra holes for the Canadian Assistance Championship. Wow. And it was kind of... This is 1990. This is 1990. And this is when, you know, there was a, if you win, you go to this World Assistance in Brockton, Massachusetts, where Footjoy is. Yeah. Well, anyways. And uh, I just remember it being, um, I had this old tailor-made two iron, those hollow ones back in the day. And, and I was hitting it down the middle and I, we both parred number one. Right. Jean Chatelain was the guy's name okay. from, from Montreal. Anyways, <laughs> and, and parred number one and then I got number two and I hit my shot down there and Jean, he got in the trees and started rattling it around a bit. And he was, uh, so, and I, and I laid up and I'm about 40 yards from the green. This par five. five. Par yeah. five. Yeah. He's hit the tree coming back and he, he's had some problems. Right. And I'm walking along with Kent and we're, and I'm kind of going, like we're, I'm just kind of going. Well, this is unbelievable because right. he's he's having a he's having a tough time here. And, right, and it's and just I, the two of you in the just playoff. the two of us in the playoff. Yeah, and uh, he chips it out. He's laying. I think he's laying four. Okay, and beside my ball and two. Right, and we're we're about fifty yards, forty yards, and he goes up and he's he walks up to the green and he takes a pin out. Like he's looking at the, and he almost chips that in for five. Wow. And, uh, but, but he doesn't make it, but, right. it, but he, you know, he had full intention. So anyways, I, I, I happened to just chip it on the green from there. Right. And two putt. And, uh, that was, um, that was probably the biggest, I don't know, there's been some good tournaments, but, uh, that was probably a, a better, it was probably, you know, that was a good tournament to where I've had different people. The, the Alberta team won the provincial thing and, right. you know, those and are you won the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So that he, good he, had, he had a tough yeah. time, but, um, that's that's I think that that was in terms of just having guys around that you 
like like you know like to hang out with and and it does help in right in in competitive golf no where, where you have that feeling that yeah. you know you know it's not just me but uh, right anyway. right <laughs> no that's great um yeah you you've you've spent some time out at Mickelson now last year been yep. on the course quite a bit yeah what are what are two of the things two or three of the things you love most about that golf course <laughs> well you know what the it's it's fun to be able to hit driver, no question. Like like there's when we're on the back tees, yeah. There's a little you've you got know, to hit driver from the back tees. You've got to hit driver. You've got to. You're on. You know there's 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 a dozen holes where you're just, you know, even seven and sixteen where you think, well, I'm gonna drive it up by the green. Not on the yeah. yeah. I mean, kind of on those holes, I guess. But. I mean, if it's if if you at number seven, you play it off that left bunker and you cut it in a bit, it's fun to get over the hill and see that you're on the green right it's, it's right uh it's so it's it's a lot of fun to and and then i think that the i think that the imagination that's needed around the greens you know the options you know should i bump an eight iron into this or should i try yeah. to clip a lob wedge which is you know from some of those tight lies yeah uh there's there's such it's so good for your game in terms of that uh in terms of the creativity, yeah, it's just phenomenal. With and you, you and I actually, we have actually filmed a, a video out there around oh, I right. think sixteen yeah. at one point in time, and that's actually one of the things we talked about. So it's interesting that it's funny you, that you like that. Yeah, I forgot about that, but yeah. you're, but that's the, that was the spot. Yeah, right at sixteen, yeah. where we're trying we're trying to figure out what do we do here because right. we're just trying to get it close. Yeah, and that's just you and me hanging out, hitting shots. Yeah, if it's a tournament, if you're in club champs and you're down there. And you try that 60, oh. you don't want to make a six from. No, because you might go over the yeah. other side. There's a yeah. creek that runs along there, right? So. Yeah. so there's that defense. There's that eight iron or right. hybrid shot. Get it on and see what happens. Just yeah. take your par. Yeah, it's, it, to, to me, Mickelson is a golf course where it there's a lot of creativity and imagination, especially around the greens. It's yeah. fairly long from the back tees, obviously. So yeah. you're able to hit driver. Not too penal off the tee. I mean, if you get into the fescue, I think as the course matures a bit, that'll become more wispy and you'll be easier to find your ball. Sure, but sure. Um, I, I agree with you. And, and I also think it's a, a golf course, the more you play it, you're going to learn some of those nuances. You learn your individual game and, you know, where do I want to, if I'm going to miss this, where yeah. do I want to be, right? Like I'm thinking about hole 12, you know, along the left up by the green, the small bunker on the right down kind of by the water. Yeah. There's a big, you, you can hit that shot 20 yards left and still be in a good spot on that green. Sure. And, and, a, and, a, and, and I've actually done that a couple of times because I'm like, I don't want to be anywhere right to short side myself. Just I'll chip keep it up it, there. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, and let, it, let, it, let it land short. Yeah. And just roll it on. And roll hey. it on. Yeah. 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 yeah it's funny. On, on last year, um, I kind of helped out with the club champs a little bit and uh, some of the rules and just being around to, to, to help to help with that event and i stood on number seven for uh oh, a couple hours the, the the shorter par four right right and we always talk about course management and we talk about and i saw so many guys um try to drive it up by the green and they left themselves with that 40 yard bunker shot right where they couldn't it's tough to get it close yeah i, I saw so i I just remember seeing bogey after bogey after bogey. And, and, and instead of just, because if you, if you just hit it down to the 100, yeah, and if you just hit a four iron, and then you have your little wedge coming in, 
you're going to make par, you know, eight nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, right. And I, but it's funny because because as soon as I get out there, I'll. <laughs> I'm not going to hit. You're going for the green. I'm not going to hit four iron yeah. down there. Now, now I guess, I guess, I guess if it's the qualifier coming up here, we got the qualifier coming up in yeah. May. Yeah. I guess, I, I guess, because I haven't really played a tournament there yet. Right. You know, oh, maybe, I think a little differently. Maybe think a bit differently. Maybe, yeah. maybe 16, maybe those holes, you know, 16, you, you pull it left and it's in the hazard and oh, you're, now toast. you're making yeah. five, but yeah. If you hit it to the hundred, then you know you, you just got to trust that you can hit a good shot. Hit a good shot from there. Yeah. yeah. But 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 I just remember standing back there for and watching all this. Right. And then when you turn into the golfer and you're on the tee, you kind of go, "Well, I'm going to drive it on the green." Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm going to make. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I, I you know, when that Mickelson opened, um, it, the first hole in one that we ever had on the golf course was hole number seven, which is a par four, the one we've right. just been talking about. Right. Yeah. And I've been thinking to myself, I'm like, of course there's no official stats on this, but how many golf courses have opened for the first time where the first hole in one ever is on a par four? Rare. I mean, it's gotta be. I mean, there's, is there a handful of golf courses ever that that's happened for? Yeah, that's no, that's, that's just crazy, right? Yeah. It definitely ties a record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no question about like that. You know, yeah, but it's definitely, uh, yeah, there's no doubt that, I can't, uh, it's gotta be stats out there somewhere. I, I've ne I never heard about it. When I, when I heard that it happened, I was like, oh, this is cool. I immediately light bulb went off going, I, you don't even hear about yeah. hole in ones on par. F we've actually had a few or two, I think at least maybe three, but anyway, you don't yeah. hear about hole in ones on par fours very often anyway. Right. Um, but the first hole in one on a golf course, I thought it was remarkable. Like, well, the threes are tough. Absolutely. Like if, I mean, those yeah. threes are not. Yeah. They're legit. Oh my goodness. Number yeah. three is like, there's some tough, you know, they oh. put the pin in the back there. Like it's, Bogey's a good score on three. Yeah. For me. There's they're, they're, they're tough. It, not a lot of twos out there. Eh? No, no. Eight, eight is probably the most gettable par three. I, I would say. Yeah. True. What do you think? Toughest green though. Oh, it tough, is, tough, yeah. tough green, tough green yeah. to, to figure out. Yeah. There's a little bit of a false front on the short and right there or left. Right. So, yeah. And that's, and that's, I guess that's, you know, like that's, trying to help people understand where the pin is and yeah. and and where to leave it right like okay if the pin's over there you want to you shift your target like your, tar your target's not the pin there right. your target's right. 10 feet of the pin yeah so you know i mean a good shot's going to be if you hit your a perfect shot it's going to be 10 12 feet yeah beside the pin it's not going to you know the rec the rec golfer is going to go for the pin more often because that's just the way they they play. Right. They don't care. They don't care if they make a four or five. Yeah. No. That's for sure. But the the better player just doesn't want to make a big number. Those bogeys. Yeah. And yeah stuff, the bogeys. So. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Randy, this has been fun. It's always good, good to see you. Um, how, how do people get a hold of you? What's the best way if you you know competitor golfers that are looking to take that next step? What would be the best way for them to reach you? Well, I think that the 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 website we've got the, the golf website, academy yeah. yeah we've got the golf academy uh information the programs um you know we're we're already we're starting to look at the fall and right. and, and and what we're going to do how we're going to incorporate uh the launch pad and everything into the the programs and um so we're you know we're excited about what 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 programs are, are going to be put out out there and right on. I think that's the easiest way just yeah. an email we'll send them to mickelsonnational.com and and they can you know send out a request to the academy yes sir let's definitely get out 
again this summer, at least a couple of times. We did last year, but we'll do it a few more times this year. You bet. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Swing Hard Podcast. I'm here with Randy Robb. If you're not subscribed, please do so. You can find us on any of the main streaming platforms. We'll see you guys next time.